You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into the Illini Choir podcast, and I believe this is the latest we have done the Illini Choir podcast. It's Illini Choir podcast, emergency podcast, after dark. <laughs> I got Derek Piper with me, and uh, I got to be honest with you, Derek. I'm sitting here in my kitchen, a new spot, because my daughter, Lily, uh, is sleeping right now, and that's next to my office, so I had to move my mixer in here and everything, but I am drinking a beer while we do this podcast. Nothing is stopping me from doing that, and it's 9.50, (laughs) and we just realized the basketball team we are going to cover is pretty good, and tell me why, Derek, while I take a sip. Man, it's uh, it's a Friday night. How's yours going? Is there much going on? But uh, I would assume coming back the year three uh and wouldn't you know just an amazing incredible theater like video that just get sent chills through my body watching it and i know throughout Atlanta nation but um we'll get into all of this but i you know i got a call yesterday that this might have been coming i i just didn't believe it I, we've been going on what i was been saying and I, I came from a great source one of my best ones and i, I just, just couldn't buy it i don't know No, I'm with you. Like we had lunch today uh, and I was sitting there going, you know, I I just take the kid for his word. But I also told you, I just feel terrible for him that throughout this process, you know, he deserved the stage of the combine in his home city, right? He deserved the stage of the NCAA tournament to show himself to the NBA. And he did everything he promised to, to Illinois, right? And I don't think... Anybody could have blamed him. Now, some of the fans, he needs to come back. He's not ready. Those fans, you're not going to convince. But every fan would have just been, I'm grateful for you. Good luck, man. Like Every legit fan would have just said that. Uh, you did everything you could. You legitimized us. You brought excitement back to us. But I just thought, yeah, I don't know how much he can improve his stock, all these different things. But coming back, man, like I, I just wrote it. I just posted our story. No matter what happens, I mean, he's putting himself in the pantheon. Right, he he's putting himself in the pantheon of recent guards, guards all time with Illinois. Whether it's Bruce Douglas and Derek Harper, probably don't get enough love from fans nowadays, or Frank Williams, D. Brown, Darren Williams. He's got a chance to do some of that stuff, right? Darren comes back for year three, and he leads him to a Final Four. Now, I'm not putting that expectation on it, Derek, but. You get Io DeSumo back, and we'll see what Kofi does tomorrow. Um, but you get him back, it just makes this program legitimate top 25 program no matter what. They have one of the best players in NCAA basketball. He's going to be an All-American list. Right? He's going to be maybe first or second team on those. It's been since probably Frank, Darren, and D since that's happened, yeah. right? Like Those are the last couple guys that have been on those lists. You have that guy, and then, oh, you got a bunch of other guards along with him. But I just keep coming back to – Man, Illinois has yearned for a guy like this for mm-hmm. so long. And you get one year of him and you're like, that's great. If we can get another year of him. And you're a little nervous because he could have gone to the NBA draft. But you get a year or two of him and he legitimizes you. Clutch shot after clutch shot. He was already one of the clutchest Illini ever. 
and he leads you back to the NCAA tournament or should have only a pandemic could stop him. Right. <laughs> um, and he's going to come back for year three. That's unbelievable. It, it, it feels like a huge bonus. And as I wrote my column, everyone do what you have to bleep and do to make sure we get <laughs> basketball and we can actually watch year three of this turn. You got to do it. You got to do it. This is maybe where 2020 turns. If you're an Illini fan, if you're, if you're thinking about that, but uh, it's incredible. And yeah, it's, just the, the prototypical, if you could write the story, if you're an Illini fan of trying to revitalize the program, you would you would write about this guy. You, you would put together a guard who's a five-star from Chicago to come downstate, uh, a former state title winner uh, who, who comes there and, and is invested in bringing, not only getting himself to the NBA, but bringing your program back. And you said he, he did all that last year and he couldn't have done more. It, it, we, we talked about you know, earlier in the week that you were really, if you lose IO and lost Kofi and you can totally understand why they would make that, those jumps and worry about there not being a season this upcoming year. It, it really affects you not only last year by not going to the tournament, but the year upcoming and everything. But uh, for IO not being afraid and look, there's risk to coming back. There's risk with injury. There's risk of, not shooting the three well and, and having a, being another year older and having another reason of not uh, being able to to get picked where you're hoping for. Um, I, you and I both think that he would have been worth everything he's shown so far. He would have been worth a flyer. He's worth a second round pick. I, I would be shocked if he didn't get that. And he, that's his dream. That's what he wants. But to, to come back and for, for a guard like him to be as bought in on, all those things, the Final Four, the Big Ten title, the, the you know the national championship, for him to be as bought in on that as the fans are, as the coaches are, as the program is, that hasn't happened in a long time for someone of that caliber to be bought in on them like that. And uh, that's why they can do something special, obviously, with him. And assuming I, uh, Kobe falls his way back to Champagne as well. We'll get to that. Um, but I would assume we're returning for a third year. I, I'm glad to say I was wrong. I, I, I mean, I, I just took the kid's word for it. 99% I'm going to stay in. And, and there are probably a lot of outside factors that had to do with that, as we talked about, not being able to work out at the NBA Draft Combine and, and the decision of the NCAA with their withdrawal date. And just this whole pandemic has just uh, eliminated a lot of opportunity for him. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you, Derek. I, I just was shocked at this, I, I thought the least likely scenario would be Io coming back. I thought it'd be Kofi coming back or neither of them coming back. Like maybe a 10, 5, 10% chance of Io coming back. And it's amazing that, that he's doing that and how it just changes every viewpoint. And think about what it does for not just Brad Underwood's program, but just for Champagne Urbana and just puffing their chefs out a little bit that, man, Illinois basketball with Io DeSumo, Trent Frazier, DeMonte Williams, Adam Miller, <laughs> Andre Curbelo, Austin Hutcherson all in the backcourt. That's the best backcourt in the Big Ten. It's the most dangerous, it's the deepest, and it's one of the best backcourts in the entire country. What do you think Brad Underwood can do with that backcourt? Can't wait to watch. Can't wait to see it. Uh, yeah, I mean – Adam Miller, top 50, Andre Curbelo, top 50 caliber guy. And you, you, Trent Frazier's senior year, and you throw in Io, and we know that DeMonte's a very good defender, and Hutcherson can shoot the three. It's just 
it's an embarrassment of riches at the guard position, and you can play four guards and look. Someone's going to be unhappy, Derek. Someone's going to be really unhappy well, with playing yeah, time. I'm sure <laughs> somebody's going to bring I'm that sure. up today on the board, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and, and we'll debate starting lineups and who, who's going to be, uh, you know, starting off on the bench, and it'll make some people mad and everything. But uh, Iowa was one of the most dangerous guards in the country at the end of last year, and now you're going to give him a season to an off season to continue to work on his game. You know, he's been in the gym right now, preparing for the NBA, preparing for uh, another season in Illinois, whatever that may be. Uh, Trent Frazier to be able to come back to to form as far as his scoring and what he could potentially do. And then you just add one of the best distributing guards there was in the high school scene last year and, and Curbelo. And again, we know what Miller can bring. So it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, it's the dream scenario, again, assuming and hoping uh, for Atlanta fans sake that, that Kofi decides to do it as well. But uh, I, I think, you know, IO, you mentioned it there, it can be a first team All-American. Obviously if Luka Garza doesn't come back, We'll see what happens with him, but if he doesn't, even if he does, I I was in the one of those front runners for Big Ten Player of the Year, and that's those are all things that he's able to achieve. So uh, they they can do some some really special things with banners and everything. And I, I think that I, I thought it with with Garza and Tillman and Kofi and Io. I think Io pers- I personally thought that Io had the most gain. I think if he comes back and is able to shoot the three and does everything else the same. There's nothing against him. I just can't find it as far as why he wouldn't be a first-round pick. So um, that's what he's going for. He wants first round. He wants Big Ten title. He wants national title. Let's let's watch him work. I'm excited. Uh, Illinois, Derek Burson just sent us the email. That uh, it just says Desumu returning to Illinois for junior season. So this isn't like two weeks later he's going to go back into the draft. Like we talked about no. that scenario, he wouldn't do that to Illinois fans. Um, I want to get into just how he announced this uh, in a little bit, uh, Derek. But you mentioned there is risk, right? Like, and, and I sit here and I go, is this the best decision for him? And the thing I keep coming back to is probably because he made it. Right, because he made it. He had people around him um, that we know are informed, that know people uh, that are going to make a smart decision. So he must not have gotten the greatest feedback that he wanted. Maybe that he's not a for sure draft pick, and maybe that he can improve his stock a little bit. But there is some risk in coming back, right? Of one, losing a year of making money. And I think he would have been paid well by somebody, whether that's a two-way contract, whether that's a second-round contract, or whether that's over in Europe. I think he would have made good money. There's also risk. Um, injury, we know that, of maybe not living up to or improving your stock. Uh, but there's also the risk of not having a season. So that, that was another reason I thought he, he might go. But he's got to feel good about all those things that coming back gives him the best chance because – this kid makes smart decisions, right? His, he's got a good uh, family behind him. So, you know, I can sit there and question, well, was this the best decision? But because he made it, I think it probably was. I just think he's, he's a really bright kid with a really good group around him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are, they make very well thought out, informed decisions. You know that he's been in contact with NBA teams throughout the process. Uh, you look at the mock drafts, and again, we we don't always know how accurate those are. That's the, their jobs, and, and guys like Sam Vecini do a great job as far as projecting it. Uh, he had Iowa at number fifty, so mid second round pick. ESPN had him as the 80th 
overall prospect in the draft. So that's an undrafted guy. There was in some of these major um, network guys' minds a, a chance, a decent chance he wasn't even going to get drafted. Now, would he have still been able to sign a contract again? I, I think that he would have at the very least been able to do that. Uh, I, I know that Illinois let him do his thing a lot of this process, at least especially early on. I, I started hearing the last couple of weeks that him and Brad, that Io and Underwood had talked a lot and, and pretty frequently, and that was starting to build up. And, of course, Illinois was going to make their case of, hey, this is what we think. We can get you into the first round. All that we can accomplish as a team. And, uh, yeah, on the flip side of the risk, of course, you're going to take some risk either way. Right. Uh, I think that you look at it and say, well, if you are able to – to get into that first round, obviously you're more of a priority for an NBA team. You're put in a better situation to come in your first year and really uh, show out and, and build upon that. I think the entry point into the NBA is important versus if you were to go to the G league and look there, if there's no college season, there's going to be no G league. That, that, that seems to be a, a pretty safe assumption. And uh, I think that's important too, but yeah, let's be honest. There's, there's a huge risk and it's going to be very disappointing for him and, for everybody if there's not a season and that would be something that he would sacrifice even more and you wonder about the momentum that he built at the end of the year and all that that's on his mind it's on Luka Garza's mind all these guys in that same boat so uh, a little bit of, of risk for sure mixed in there but it's one that he's willing to take and let's hope it works out for him it's I'll be we'll be glad to cover it how much better can he get Derek you know what I mean like sophomore year, he was so good and I think the areas would be, right? I mean, I think he can reach even another level defensively, which I think he was good at. But, I mean, one of the reasons I would have Illinois, if Kofi comes back, and again, we'll get into that here, if, they, if he comes back, I just think they're one of the best defensive teams in the Big Ten because you have Trent Frazier's an all-defensive team kind of guy, in my opinion. Demonte Williams, who's an all-defensive guy, in my opinion. Kofi, who we know what kind of impact he made on their defense last year. And I think Io's got another level to it. Uh, with his length, um, I, I think he's he could be really, really good at it. Uh, and then you add even more length and athleticism with all the other guys. And I don't expect the fifth guy of that group to be as strong as the rest of them. But I just think defensively he can be really good. But as you said, it's I think it's a catch-and-shoot three. Um, right. I mean, he, he kind of showed a little bit off the dribble this year. Um, but how much better do you think he can get? I wouldn't doubt him. You know, you give him an offseason to work and you give him something to really identify. And he's shown so far in his Illini career two years so far that uh, he'll pick one point and really emphasize that. And he'll he'll make some really, really big strides. And from the end of his high school season to his first year, at Illinois, it was the catch and shoot. And you actually look at his his analytics and, and when he wasn't shooting off the dribble that was a weakness then but catch and shoot I think he was around 40 percent and that's obviously a knockdown shooter uh, struggled off the dribble struggled mid-range uh, and then of course last year he took mid-range where I think he hit six mid-range jumpers the entire freshman year he might have hit six game-winning mid-range jumpers as a sophomore and I mean it, he was one of the best mid-range scorers in the entire country obviously and uh I know some people will say, well, NBA, mid-range. There's some guys, you know, like Kawhi Leonard shoots mid-range jumpers. Like, it works. It works if you, if you make them. Durant shoots a lot of them, too. I mean, yeah. if, you, if you make them at a high rate, that's fine, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So now, obviously, the big focus is going to be knocking on the three-pointer, regardless, whether it's catch and shoot, off the dribble. That percentage cannot be – he finished last year below 30%. He needs to get it at least – 
37% range, which I, I think he's capable. Uh, he's capable of being able to do that. Uh, obviously, again, he's going to put the work in. Defensively, I think he made a great point. It's something that he can game to game. And he's shown flashes uh, of being able with his length. And obviously, he's got quick feet. You see that in transition. But uh, he can impact the game at a pretty high level there. I think he needs to do it game to game more consistently. I think he kind of is a piece that they didn't have if he was to stay in the draft because think about the, some of the guards they have. They don't have a guy like with his length, especially now that Alan Griffin's gone. Yep. He really is someone that can guard those threes, even those bigger wings. When you're going to have a Curbelo, Trent Frazier, uh, those kind of lineups out there. Obviously, Adam's got that as well. But uh, think of a defensive lineup with Adam, with Io, Trent obviously on the ball, and if you had Demonte or whatever it may be, and then obviously Kofi protecting the rim. How does it impact, Eric, um, all those other guards? I mean, I think it makes them all better, right? I mean, the playing time is obviously a lot tougher for some of these guys. Uh, I expect Illinois to play DeMonte at the four, Grandison at the four still. Um, obviously, Georgie might play there a little bit, but I expect them to play a lot of guards, right? So there's going to be a lot of playing time there. But how does Io impact Curbelo? Right? How, how does he impact Adam Miller, who we thought might not play with each other ever again? Now, how does he impact Hutcherson, who, who's expecting a big role this season? He's shown before that he just makes everybody better, and he's a great pick-and-roll decision-maker. He showed that really second half of the year, and that was one of the big game-changers for Illinois last year. Is just not only him knowing that you know he's going to come off and, and get to the elbow and knock down that shot, but – he saw the role. He was really manipulating the defense. And anything that you tried to take away or send extra guys at, uh, he was going to hit. Now you have some more three-point shooters, Hutcherson, Adam Miller. Uh, if Trent, again, is a guy that knocks down threes at a pretty high clip, he's going to set you up. He's going to get you open looks, and, and he showed that a lot. Uh, I think if I'm an Illinois fan of a Brown Drew, I love the fact that he takes the pressure off of yeah. Andre Carvello, the pressure off of an Adam Miller – allows them to not really necessarily sit back, but you got the, you got the alpha, you got the guy who's going to, you know, lead the way and, and just follow. And um, we've seen before, again, when I was a freshman, uh, I mentioned, you know, earlier this week or last week when Brandon Paul was a freshman, when you make that be your a guy, there's some struggles that they usually go through. And that, that can obviously lead to some early season um, tough, tough stretches for your team. But if I was leading the way, and, and allowing those other guys to be comfortable and, and, and really not feel like they have to force it. Yeah. It's just going to make everybody settle more into their role. Well, it's the first time in what, since Malcolm that like the, the guy is returning. Like, and you know who the guy is, right? I think that's, that could be important. Like, you know, you had Malcolm and then he graduates. Then you had all these incoming freshmen. It was Brad Underwood's first year. And it was what, Mark Smith and Mark Allstork and Laron was there. And, and Trent all of a sudden came up. And there was like this, who's the guy? Like, how do we play together? And then there was, you know, Io and Trent. Who's going to be the guy? And it ended up being Io towards the end of the year. Last year was no question. It was Io eventually. And Feliz would take the, the reins every once in a while while Trent kind of took a step back now, no question, right? It's, it's, it's IO again. It's pretty amazing that you get that for uh, yet another year. All right, Derek, um, Kofi, uh, apparently John Rostein tweeted out that uh, Kofi will be making his announcement tomorrow. 
I would imagine this IO news is pretty good news for the Kofi front. Um, and, and if they get Kofi back, as I said, I, I, they're one of the best teams in the country. Obviously, one of a Big Ten title contender. But it just wouldn't make much sense for Kofi to leave if I was coming back because I was a better prospect at this point. He has less questions about him. You never know with these things. But, man, if, if you're Kofi and you're questioning, well, am I going to be better by returning? Is there going to be a season? Well, I was coming back. He can make me a lot better. I, I just don't see why Kofi wouldn't come back at this point. Yeah, it was already – well, as we assumed or – Thought we knew Iowa was going to the draft. It's still a lot of those those boxes checked as far as the pro and cons and seemed like the best decision for what for Kofi was to come back. Now just throw one more in there as far as what the team can do. Uh, the guy that was the best at getting you the ball last year and in, in the pick and roll, uh, and you'll be able to have him and Carbello being able to do that. It just makes all the, all the sense. And, and now you, you see – Kofi retweeted Io, or, or he actually retweeted Io's announcement from his sophomore year, which was kind of interesting. Ooh, he's got unfinished with, with the, business. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and Kofi doesn't have an NBA combine invite. And, and really, and look, Io had one to, to a combine that didn't have a date, that didn't have uh, a location. It, it wasn't going to be something that he was able to take advantage of as far as the feedback, then make your decision. Uh, I, Kofi, as of now, doesn't have an invite, uh, so really it just it makes all the most the most sense for Kofi to to come on back. I know he's in New York right now, but that would be my full expectation. All right, Derek, I'm already got the the column percolating in my head. Uh, Illinois will be the they're my Big Ten favorite if Kofi comes back. Um, am I wrong? Like, is that is that too bold? I mean, Michigan State's really good. Wisconsin's really good. Iowa, if they get Garza back, is going to be really good. I just think. You might have the best player in the Big Ten. Listen, Garza's up there. Kofi will be up there. Uh, there's really good players in the Big Ten. I mean, Tillman, if he came back. But you have the best guard uh, in the Big Ten. You'd have one of the top five guys or one of the top centers in the league with Kofi Coburn. You have the deepest amount of guards. Maybe you don't have that four position figured out. Okay, that that's your weakness. But offensively, that's a dangerous team. And compared to Iowa, I just think defensively, you are better than them. And that leads to more consistency, especially on the road. Um, Iowa will obviously be dangerous. I'm never going to count on a Tom Izzo team. And Wisconsin will be in the mix. But I think I think Illinois um, will be a Big Ten title contender. And for me, they'd be a top 10 team entering the season in the country. I'm not going to talk you out of it. <laughs> I'm, with you. I'm with you all the way on that one. Obviously, as you said, you know, uh, if someone were to make the case for Iowa with Luca coming back, with Jordan Mohan and being, I mean, they're going to be a load. And I, a dream of the uh, of the matchup uh, of those two being able to, to clash again and us being there to cover it. And hopefully even some fans in the stands, let's, let's get crazy. But uh, yeah, I want him yeah. to come back. Like, I mean, you not, yeah. might not like them, Illinois fans, but you respect them, right? Like, I mean, that, that was just so much fun. Those were so much fun. I hope he comes back. And again, yes, I, we need to do what we can do to make sure we get games because those would be so much fun. Yeah. Um, Wisconsin bringing back so many pieces, and that was a, a really, really good team, surprisingly, as far as just looking at the roster and their individual pieces. But that's Typical Wisconsin playing above their, above what you think would be their ceiling. But hey, uh, Illinois was the only team to go to Cole Center last year and get a win. Uh, Illinois beat Iowa last year in the last game. I know that that one for one as far as home and home and uh, Michigan State. If they were, 
if they had more of a solidified point guard, uh, I, look, I think they're going to be great. I think they're going to, especially if they were to get a surprise return on a Xavier Tillman, then obviously that's going to improve their argument as well. Illinois is definitely in that conversation. They're they're a top ten team in my in my eyes, no doubt. Uh, I know that Felice is a big loss. I know Alan Griffin's a big loss, but look, uh, Io as good a player again, first team, you know, could be a first team All American, second team All American. Uh, Kofi, they got all the pieces. They're on a short list. Usually, there's about 15 teams, you know, going into a year who could win a title. I think Illinois is on the list. I was just trying to think of who would be in front of him on an All-American list. I'm trying to think of the guards that are returning. Obviously, we don't know uh, all of them so far, but, um, you know, Gonzaga's always got good players. You know, Duke's always got, like, but I, there's not many guards I would take over over Io DeSumo. Uh Can we bring up, can we hire his video guy? I mean, <laughs> these productions are ridiculous, and Illinois has nothing to do with these. Yeah. Is a Q getting in on the action in there? Is it his dad with it? But it was fantastic. And by the way, Io is jacked. I mean, that's another part of <laughs> Fletch. Obviously, has really helped with Kofi. But Io, I mean, you compare him to what he looked like coming in here as a freshman, and uh, he's gained a lot through that. And that, that's something I think Kofi uh, can look like one of the best <laughs> center prospects in the NBA next year just looking at him um, because Fletch has done a great job. But also these guys, right, have, have shown that because there's guys in the program that get in here and don't look like that after a couple of years. They right. put it, they've put in the work, man. Yeah, 100%. Um, the storytelling that they're able to put together is it's pretty un- unbelievable. The branding, look, they, they've been preparing for this for a long time. They, they're – fantastic at it um it says a lot i mean doing the story at big 10 media day last year when we were interviewing io and he put together his return for a sophomore year in a day like they were filming an oven and the coaches had no idea what was going on like that's just that's crazy that's just different and he's different in, in really all the good ways if you're talking about uh illinois so uh but yeah those shoulders have bulked up that are even more broad and ready to carry the program for uh for one more year and, and dang Fans got to be happy about that. Well, Io beat you to your decision primer, Derek. What was he in did, your decision yeah. primer? <laughs> I was going to say, well, see, I wasn't going to do the confidence meter. Um, I know that fa- the fans and the, and the subscribers would have liked that. I was going to do a lean, like leaning yeah. one way, leaning the other. Uh, I was going to say leaning to the NBA with maybe with the door. We talked about it at lunch. The door may be still open. I'm telling you, I, I got a call yesterday and said he's coming back he's coming back and i was like ah, I, I don't know because I, I just to let people know like we, we get messages we get calls and sometimes like you know they're wrong right so you, you gotta yeah. you gotta get multiple sources on this and you know some of them don't end up being right some of them end up being right but you know even, even from some of your most trusted people you just want to get it backed up a couple of times but it was yeah it's just like it goes against everything he said but, um, you know, I think he's just a guy who wants to lock in on the process. Right. And unfortunately for him, the process just didn't work for him uh, for the NBA. And he must have just come out saying, man, I, I could take this risk and not get drafted. I can come back to Illinois. Kind of like Garza. Right. I mean, Garza's got to make this decision of, hey, do I leave now just to, to get my pro career started? Because I don't know if there's going to be a college season or do I come back and be the greatest Iowa basketball player ever? I mean, mm-hmm. Iowa probably won't be that. 
but he's got the potential to be in the conversation, right? I mean, if he leads him to a Big Ten championship and a long NCAA tournament run, I know people are throwing out Final Four. They can win the national title. Yeah, sure. They're, they're one of the 12 teams that has legitimate title hopes if Io and Kofi come back. But just a long NCAA tournament run, uh, you know, a Big Ten championship, put yourself in that conversation, even if they finish, what, second in the Big Ten, whatever it is. But you get Illinois back to being a top 15 team in the rankings for most of the year. He's 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 in that pantheon. He's he's a he's already an Illinois legend, but he just puts himself yeah. even higher on that list. Yeah, as a legacy, and I, I think that he probably even saw himself the fact that uh, he was probably wondering why his his name his stock wasn't shooting up. Uh, you know, after that last six game stretch that he had, you know, the, the Penn State game that started, they go five and one down the stretch, and he was. He was incredible on the stretch, averaging about 20 a game and shooting over 50% from the field. Um, but I'm sure he saw that, as we've seen in years past, a run in the tournament just seems to find a way to boost player stock. You know, you, you go on a run in the second weekend, you make it to the Final Four. Uh, where was Ty Jerome from Virginia <laughs> on, on draft boards before that, before they made it all the way, and all of a sudden he's a first-round pick? Darren Williams. I mean, yeah, Darren true. was what, maybe mid to later first round. And he had, they have that run, and he has some of the biggest shots on the team. I think it was number three, right? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I remember, you know, leading into that tournament, it was like watching at NBADraft.net. You know, I used to go to that side all the time. And it was like, you know, 12 or 14 or something like that. And he gets drafted three ahead of Chris Paul, which sounded ridiculous a month prior. But given the year he had in the, in the tournament run, it wasn't because you just saw the level of IQ he had and just the, the clutch factor. And we know Iowa's got that. Yeah. And another thing to think about is if there is no college season, obviously he'll be in the same boat as everybody else still in college. And, and a lot of those one and done prospects, the, the guys that would be going to college, you know, obviously an Adam Miller class, not saying he would be a one and done, but uh, those top freshmen, I would have more on the on the resume as far as college and, than those guys. So um, I know the, next year's draft class is supposed to be really, really strong, but yeah. uh, that is obviously something you have to weigh as well. But let's think positively about it. That's what I want to think about it. Let's, Dude, I, we got to have a season. I don't know how we're going to keep our sanity. I, I'm drinking from my Cam's Homecoming 2011 yeah, cup right now. That's a good-looking beer right there. <laughs> it is. It's 312, <laughs> uh, by the way. Um, wh- what a kid. Uh, I, I say kid. I can't because I'm 33 years old. Uh, what a young man uh, representing the University of Illinois. I, I can't say that enough. Um, you know, Illinois fans are really lucky to have him for, for three years. And, you know, Illinois fans do deserve way better than they've had. Uh, but, but this young man's been unbelievable. He's everything you, you, Brad Underwood could hope for, right? And, and that guy that just took it, and he's been better than I thought he'd be, Derek, uh, especially his sophomore season. He's taken his game to a, a completely another level. But just the leadership he has, um, you know, I just thought, why wouldn't the Clippers take him at pick 50 or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, you want him in your, your program. And he's going to do whatever it takes to win. That matters to him. All this other stuff that really should matter matters to him. Um, Illinois is just very fortunate to have Io Sumu and – we get him for year three, so let's have a year three. Yeah, even in the media, we're spoiled. I mean, the quotes, yeah. the breakdowns, the the old school NBA references, all the way he thinks the game, breathes the game, um, really 
Breeze, Illinois and the, you know, the Illini brand and everything. And um, obviously high character kid comes from a great family, great representative of the university uh, and someone that we're already seeing when you talk to recruits now, whether it's in the 2021 class, AJ Casey in 2022, guys down the road looked up to Iowa. They know who Iowa is. That, that means something uh, in Chicago, in the state, really nationally. When you think about top-level guards, uh, they see that guy and they, they want to be like him. And finally, it's been a long time since Illinois had someone like that. And he's going to give them an, even another run is – it's insane. I still can't really believe it. I was going to say, like, what's the recruiting impact of this, Derek? Because you get another year of I.O., and it's just that that solidifies, for me, you're going to make an NCAA tournament, right? You're going to be a top-half Big Ten team with him. Um, so that's an NCAA tournament. It's the Chicago legacy. It's it's proving to those guys, whoever the 2023 or 2024 version of I.O. is, that you do it there, you're – you are an Illini. You see it. You, you, you don't hear about, oh, this D Brown guy from 15 years ago or Deion Thomas comes up to you. Nice guy, big guy. Looks like he used to play basketball. Uh, you yeah. look him up and go, hey, he's all-time waiting score. But you never knew him, right? But you know Iowa DeSumo, right? You watched him. like You, you saw him playing high school ball. You, you saw the Morgan Park Whitney Young game or whatever that is, right. right? like That just plays at a completely different level. And again – you see Illinois raise a banner for a Big Ten championship or you see Illinois in the NCAA tournament winning games, that's just what they haven't been able to sell for, for so long that I, I just think recruiting 2021, 2022, 2023, Iowa just elevates that even more. It has to. It has to. And I know that everybody's going to be, especially in those later classes, just sitting back and watching and, and, and seeing what he's going to be able to – what next level he's going to be able to take the program to – um, a lot of these guys now in 2021 who did make it on campus this past year, the Jordan Nesbitt who adores Iowa and wants to be like him and brings him up really anytime uh, that he talks about Illinois because that's the, a big guard who can absolutely fill it up and uh, has an NBA future. That's who he wants to be. And he was there uh, for the Indiana game. And uh, a lot of, you know, Brandon Weston, whoever you get in the building, this past year and saw what Illinois was able to do. But obviously going forward, he's a guy that, yeah, those younger type kids are about to go into high school or middle school right now that having IO on their TV screens, like, you know, kids had D Brown back in the day. Um, it's, it's important. It, it means a lot. And uh, as you're really, as Brad continues to establish, and we wondered again, to go back to what we wondered, where was the momentum at with the program if you don't – you didn't get that tournament, if Iowa and Kofi leave you and all of a sudden either you don't have a season or it's not the season you hoped and you miss – you're on the bubble, you don't have to ask those questions anymore. You can continue to build that moment. I mean, you have to wonder about a season, but you do have yeah. to – you have the opportunity to continue to build that momentum and establish yourself. And with Iowa and Kofi back, if Kofi comes back, you are for sure nationally relevant yet, yet again, and that's a – it's two years in a row. It's a place you haven't been in a long time. Yeah. It's a place you haven't been. What do you think the reaction was inside that basketball office? <laughs> Man, uh, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Because I don't um, know what it was. Maybe a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah, to but your you, point. You know what I mean? Like It might have been a couple of days ago, but they got to keep it under wraps and they got to do all the – but <laughs> I, it just got to be like, ugh. Yeah, just like an under the table, just fist bump. Uh, and I'm just, I wish we could have, because I was in my 
I was in my daughter's room. I was putting her to sleep, Derek. I was actually changing her diaper and she's crying and I had my notifications up and it was IO. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, a video. Because he, he's got that hashtag. Um, which, do you know what that is? J4L something? I forgot what it was. It's Jet Life for Life. Okay. JLF. No, JL4FL. There you Jet go. Jet Life for Life. There you go. Do you know what that means? <laughs> I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw that and I saw the video and I'm like, my daughter's upset. She just wants her bottle and she wants to go to bed. And I was watching it. And I just see it and I go, Derek, get on this. Because <laughs> I'm like, man, I got to watch this video. But thankfully she went to sleep right away. But um, I can't imagine what their reaction was. But my reaction, just as a guy who covers the team, right, is I was just rooting for Io. I, I just want him to be successful because getting to know him just a little bit and getting to know his family, it's just you couldn't root for them more. And what he could mean for his family, what he could mean for uh, Illinois to, to go pro and have success. Uh, but, man, selfishly, to be able to cover him and cover a program on the rise like this, pumped, absolutely yeah. pumped. I cracked open a bear and said, man, people are going to be really interested in this basketball season. The people who we cover for the fans are going to be so energized and so pumped up that for me, it was just like, good. Like we get, we get good things to cover. We get excited fan base and they should be uh, with this guy coming back. Yeah. And at a time when we could use any and all positive news that comes out and yeah, just locking in on that video and seeing the end, it was just, it was surreal. Um, and I know that it says a lot, it says a lot about IO that you've, we've had here in the last couple of months, uh, subscribers and Illini fans who on the board have said, I hope IO, I hope IO gets everything that he, that he wants. I yeah. hope he get, gets drafted. I hope he gets the feedback that he wants and he goes, he's done everything that he could do for Illinois, at least in, you would think, um, and, and that says a lot about because you know uh, that says what how much they appreciate what he's done yeah. and, and what he's meant so far. But for him to come back again, and I guess I should have said for the coach's reaction, I I talked to one this morning. He said crazier things have happened. Um, yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know. Now we know. Now we know. Uh, awesome. Still was pretty crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, Derek, we might have to do another one tomorrow, huh? Why not? This is going to be a week of six podcasts here. What are we doing? (laughs) We're spoiling the people. Derek Piper, appreciate it, man. Go have a beer. Let's do it. See you tomorrow. I already had one during this podcast. (laughs) All right. Thanks, bud. Build up again. I know some of you are enjoying a few drinks right now, and boy, you should. Um, What a night. (laughs) You know, what what an emotional week it's been in Illini Nation with, with Lou Henson passing away and, you know, with everything going on in the world uh, it's nice to have a bright light like this. Io DeSumo coming back for a third season at the University of Illinois. Check out all our content. I already got a column up on it. Derek with the breaking news story. Derek will have a column. We'll have his Kofi Coburn uh, primer, decision primer coming up as well to give you the latest insight on that in the next couple hours. Uh, so be on the alert at Illini Inquirer and Kofi possibly making his decision tomorrow could be a pretty dang good weekend already is for Illinois basketball enjoy it Illini fans and again let's do what we can do uh, individually to make sure we have an Illinois basketball season so let's try to 
contain this pandemic and do what we can uh, to make sure we have sports. Because, boy, it looks like it could be a good season for Illinois football. It looks like it could be a great season for Illinois basketball. All right, everybody have a great weekend. We'll probably catch up with you very shortly here on the Illini Inquirer podcast.